Welcome to IMD. My name is Natalia Olenek, the sustainability partner here at IMD Business School. I am delighted today to welcome Gilbert Gostin. He is CEO of Firminiche, the winner of the inaugural 2019 IMD Pictet Sustainability and Family Business Award. Firminiche is the world's largest privately held manufacturer of fragrances and flavorings for consumer goods. Welcome. Thank you, Natalia. Great to be here. We're very excited to have you here today at IMD. You are a leader in sustainability. I'd like to kick off today's conversation to ask you, what does inclusive capitalism mean to you? It's a very good question, uh, Natalia. At the heart of inclusive capitalism, there is a very big word with four letters that is care. And inclusive capitalism is all about caring about all the stakeholders, you know, customers, consumers, uh, colleagues, uh, employees, planet, community, suppliers, and uh, making sure that, you know, we create value for all of these stakeholders at the same time. And why is it important for business to embed sustainability in their operations and strategy and everything they do? If you step back, you know, businesses had always impact on society. You know, businesses create jobs, pay taxes, drive innovation, create new business models. And in today's world, you know, there is more demand for businesses to step up and to stand for making a significant social and environmental impact. Would you say it also impacts your bottom line? I would say it impacts our bottom line favorably because the way you need to look at it uh, is from two different perspectives. You know, first, there is a war for talent out there. And, uh, you know, the companies that have the ability to attract the best talent and the best athletes will win bigger. And people in today's world, you know, want to work for responsible companies that don't only create value for their shareholders, but create value for their stakeholders. So how do you successfully embed sustainability throughout your organization? It must be quite a challenge. For us at Feminish, it's easier because sustainability has been embedded in our uh, company values for the last 50 years. So it is ingrained in our culture and you know, our colleagues you know, thrive uh, about sustainability. And this energy is so contagious. You know, they come with new ideas all the time you know, to raise our bar and make a bigger even impact socially and environmentally. And it is reflected with our results. And how does family ownership help you be a leader in sustainability? I think the great thing about Firminish is that we combine the best of both worlds the rigor and the accountability of publicly quoted companies and the passion and medium to long-term view of private companies. And this is where, you know, it comes with a competitive advantage because, you know, we're with the, we are an environmentally responsible company and we always do the right thing. So I'll give you an example. 15 years ago, my predecessor, Patrick Firminish, made a decision uh, to only launch molecules that are biodegradable at Firminish. 15 years ago, you know, our scientists said, oh my God, you know, this will limit our ability to be competitive. 
Guess what? You know, they have unleashed their creativity and biodegradable molecules are very relevant to today's world. So by being a family-owned company, you make these decisions that make sense from a values perspective and they end up being the right decisions to make for society and for the community. Now, you are the first non-family CEO at Fermanish. How have you made an impact? I think one of the key reasons that uh, attracted me uh, to Fermanish is that my personal values are very similar to the values of our company. You know, my purpose in life is to make a difference for people and for society every single day. And this is what Fermanish stands for. So this made this transition very, very easy. Now, you know, one of the big decisions that I have made uh, at Fermanish to, you know, take our sustainability agenda to the next level happened during the COP21 uh, in Paris. And uh, what was interesting then that my aha moment was that I then realized that incremental actions on climate are not good enough. They need to be exponential. And from Paris, you know, back in 2015, uh, we have launched, you know, the boldest environmental goals for our industry. And I remember when I got back to Geneva from Paris, you know, our colleagues were intimidated. They said, oh my God, you know, what did you commit to? You know, these are really, you know, bold uh, goals, uh, environmental goals for our industry and for our company. You know, we can't get there. And guess what? You know, when you put big brains uh, together around the table, you know, they bang their heads together. And when they have so much passion about it, they always figure out a way to get there. And the example, so to give you one example, one of the goals was that Obviously, you know, we will be a carbon neutral company and we will be running at 100% sustainable uh, electricity, renewable electricity by 2020. And where we are today, you know, we are running at 100% renewable electricity in North America, 100% on renewable electricity in Europe, 100% in renewable electricity in Brazil. By the end of this calendar year, we will be uh, running at 90% renewable electricity globally. And before the end of 2020, we will be running at 100% renewable electricity globally. And this was also, uh, you know, acknowledged by CDP. CDP, they assess 7,000 companies every year against their environmental credentials. And only two companies out of these 7,000 companies received AAA. It's Fermanish and L'Oreal. And we received an A for climate, A for forestry, and A for water. Fantastic. Uh, Fermanish is known for innovation, uh, not only in pure business, but also in the way you approach sustainability. Can you give us a few examples of some innovative practices you have in this field? Uh, yes, uh, indeed, Natalia. I think, you know, the heart of Fermanish is rooted in science. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we are privileged, you know, we're one of these companies that received a, a Nobel Prize back in 1939. And, you know, we dedicate lots of energy in this space. At the same time, we invest 10% of our net revenue every year behind research and development. And this is not a negligible amount. You know, here we're talking of almost $400 million every year being invested behind research and development. Uh, the two key wins uh, for us, uh, you know, are the following. And I think 
where Firminish makes a difference because we leverage our knowledge in science to address one of the biggest societal issues that exist today. And you know, the one that I want to talk about is sanitation. Uh, as you know, you know, they are uh, more than half of the population in the world is not as privileged as we are and they don't have access to clean sanitation. You have one billion people in the world that don't even have access to public toilets. They go into the bushes. You have 2.5 billion people in the world that have only access to public toilets. And most of the time they don't go to these public toilets because they smell bad and they are not clean. And when we realize that you know, the experts that understand smell better than anyone else, you know, that is Firminish because we've been investing uh, at understanding malodor since the 1930s. We could bring a solution to this problem. This is where we joined forces with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. We've created a pot of 13 million US dollars. You know, we've contributed 6.5 million. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation uh, matched this amount. And we sent our best scientists, you know, to visit, you know, the worst latrines, you know, in Africa and in India to understand, you know, these uh, fecal molodor uh, uh, reaction. And we came with breakthrough technology that can counter these malodors. And the good news is that these uh, technologies are available today in the products of our customers and are addressing this major sanitation issue in countries like India, Bangladesh and South Africa. That's quite a change from working on flavorings and fragrances. Uh, it's uh, very impressive. It, it is quite odd because, you know, at the beginning when we started this journey, you know, people used to say, okay, you know, these are the two extremes, you know, how can, you know, the creators of the Gucci bloom of this day, uh, uh, you know, work on, you know, addressing malodor in latrines, but it's our understanding of the receptors in the nose and how they interact with odors that led us to uh, this breakthrough discovery. There's increasing pressure from stakeholders and the public and consumers uh, for companies to act more responsibly. Um, there are many trends happening now uh, that people are talking about. Are there any particular ones or risks that are keeping you up at night, things that you're looking towards the future and thinking, okay, we need to prepare ourselves for this? Yes, look, uh, the two biggest challenges that are very visible today are you know, the climate challenge that we're facing and at the same time, inequality. Uh, if you go back to the climate challenge, you know, I still remember you know, if you uh, looked at the five biggest risks that were identified at Davos back in January, you know, they were climate, uh, four of them were climate related. So the good news is that awareness is there, but you know, people need to act fast. Uh, companies have embraced the, uh, the climate agenda very seriously. You know, I was in New York, uh, you know, last month, you know, participating at the climate summit. You have 87 global companies. You know, one of them is Firminish that signed up for this carbon neutral uh, uh, by, by 2050. And at the same time, you know, this commitment about the 1.5 degrees uh, 
limitation and we are taking serious acts uh, in this direction. Uh, and I remember very well, uh, and I recall what uh, Secretary Gutierrez said, because, you know, we had uh, uh, a big uh, gathering with head of states and CEOs. And Secretary Gutierrez said, look, you know, I want to praise the business community who, is, who has stood up for this challenge. Now we want regulators and governments, you know, to follow at the same pace. Wow. Well, we're delighted to have you here today as the winner of the IMD PICTE Sustainability and Family Business Award. Um, as the winner of this award, how would you as a company and as an individual like to influence other family businesses to make progress in sustainability? And Natalia, this is a very good question. First, you know, we're very humbled. And I think, you know, the credit of this, uh, you know, acknowledgement and this success, you know, goes to, you know, my 8,000 colleagues that work extremely hard on this one every day around the world because, you know, we made sustainability not the responsibility of one department, it's the responsibility of every one of our 8,000 colleagues all over the world. And uh, what we are committed to continue doing. You know, we uh, champion this inclusive capitalism business model, and we dedicate lots of time advocating this model. You know, I personally spend time in academic institutions, you know, to engage the young uh, upcoming leaders, you know, with this uh, uh, um, creative and unconventional business model. And the reaction from the uh, young generation is very positive. And at the same time, you know, we spend time with uh, uh, family-owned companies. You know, we host them, you know, to share best practice because everyone has embraced sustainability and everyone wants to have a social and an environmental impact, but people are at different places on this journey. So as much as possible, we could share best practice with others so we could move along this journey faster. And at the same time, when we have these sessions to exchange best practice, you know, we as a company learn also from other companies what they are doing and in which areas, you know, they are taking a bigger lead so we could follow, emulate and make a bigger impact together. So it's all about walking the talk, sharing best practice and joining forces to have a bigger impact on society. Well, Gilbert Gostin, thank you so much. We are very excited to work together with you to build this community of champions in sustainability. Thank you, Natalia. Thank you, thank you for your time.